Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. DC Sports The Final Cut What's up people man we back for another episode of DC Sports The Final Cut It's myself my man Chris Worthy and Adamo, he around somewhere. I guess he'll be here soon. But um, you know, <laughs> bye week is over. <laughs> we back to business now. You know, it was fun. We got to chill out. We got to watch some football. It was some good football this weekend. But it's back to the Redskins now, Chris. Man, you know what I'm saying? What, what, what we doing, man? We back to business. Oh, most definitely, sir. We are back in business. You know, we we got an extra week of grace period to celebrate and rejoice and feel good about ourselves. And so, uh, yeah, no, no more winning talk, no more, you know, we in first place, all that other stuff. Now it's, it's, it's back to putting the food in the lunch pail and get back to work because we got a big one coming. And when I mean big, I mean super big. Monday Night Football, man, it don't get no better than that. I mean, I, I don't remember. I saw some talk on Twitter about it. I should have looked this up, but – I seen we got a losing streak on Monday night football. I know we, I mean, we're on the road. I know we've had that losing streak. I don't know how many games it is. So it'll be good. This is that time to, you know, snap one of those bad streaks going against us. And we got a fun show tonight, man. Um, we got my boy Jay Stills. He's going to be calling in pretty soon. He should be calling in any minute now. And he's going to be dropping some nuggets, man, you know, like Jay Steele does. People should know Jay Steele going back to the extreme skins days. I used to log in back in the day to see what this dude was going to come up with. So he, <laughs> no doubt. He, he's going he's gonna to jump in. I know he's got some things he wants to drop about Josh Dawson, who I've been lighting up the Twitter waves with this week, you know, because that's my boy. You know, I'm not going to let Josh just go out like that. You know what I'm saying? Like right, somebody right, got to right. have his back. Are, are you with me, Chris? Are you with me on Josh Dawson, man? Oh man, come on, man! We've been like two live crew with this joint ever since, uh, ever since training camp with this and the Dotson era with the with Redskins Nation. It's man, I, I feel like I jump in on the deep pool all the time when it's time for some Dotson talking. We definitely going to get into it tonight, cause man, it's like you you would think all of the attention. Well, at least with Redskins Nation, all the attention for this big Monday night coming off of a bye week would be about focus on the team as a whole, but man, right now it's it's nothing but dots and talk and I think it's time for us to uh, you know, come in and say some things, especially with uh with our boy Jay because, you know him, he always got the finger on the pulse and he calls in and you know, he, he knows his stuff, so we gonna get into it. I don't know if folks gonna like it or not. Dre, let me tell you something, I don't even know if I'm gonna like it, because 
you know, we we talk behind the scenes. We, you know, we you know we get on the we get on the app, we get on Twitter, we we represent J Doc, but we talk behind the scenes as well for all that information that we kind of don't want to put out there. And man, Dre, I'm gonna tell you, man, it's it's gonna be an interesting episode tonight. But we definitely gonna get into it. We 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 I got, and let me let me explain to you, and all the fans listening, and I get on social media every chance I get. I'm a 100% supporter of Josh Dotson. If you don't know already, because I, I know a lot of folks do, <laughs> I support him 100%. We're going to get into it tonight with all the whys and ifs and all that stuff. So it's going to be interesting. For sure, for sure. And we got my boy Damo in. He's, he's, he's in now. What's up, Damo? What's yes, going no, on? Yes. No, much Damo. Damo. Much oh, man, cool, man. You know, it's, it's, it's the fashionably late move on this. <laughs> man, Domo got Mary Tree coming with those relationship drops. He got it. He got to jump in with that. <laughs> yes, sir. You know. Oh, so, I mean, did, did, were, did you have, did you get a chance to check out some football this weekend, um, Domo? You know, I, I mean, it was stress-free, Redskins free football. I mean, which can be a good or bad thing depending on how you look at it. But did you, did you enjoy Definitely. the games this weekend? I loved it. All of the all of the NFC East teams lost besides one. I believe Philly won. So, I, I no, who won? That was Dallas won. Cowboys. Yeah, won, Dallas so. was the only one that won. Yeah. Yeah. So when I when I when our Redskins are playing, I'm looking at the I'm focusing on the NFC East game. So, I really enjoyed the weekend. Even though my Redskins didn't play, I, I'm looking forward to this Monday night game and really see what we're gonna do. But I enjoyed the weekend. Absolutely, man. We got, what, 13 straight weeks of Redskins football? Man, it's time to put the seatbelts on because, sure. you know, man, we 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 know for doing the roller coasters, but I hope this one's just going straight <laughs> up. You know, we don't, have that, we don't have time for too many downs this year. But uh, we got my boy Jay. He's calling in now. So let's, let's pull Jay in. Jay, you there? What's up, fellas? Yo, hey, yo. what's going on, bro? So we up, we here man? to talk about horror movies tomorrow. <laughs> well, this is my favorite Everyone that knows me, if you follow me on Twitter, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna be talking about this month. I'm just waiting for the, you know my AMC Fear Fest and all of that to come on, but <laughs> not tonight, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know we, we we might scare some folks tonight with our own stuff, Jason. So you 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 know how you know how it is. You know how we do it. Us, uh, it's fixing to be a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay, what, what you got? What you got for us to start tonight, man? What you got for us? Oh man, so I mean, I guess y'all know Jay. He he's hurt. He's hurt again. We will find out what all is going on tomorrow with him. Um, I don't know. It, it don't. It, you know, the fans have been killing him here lately. Um, you know. The Redskins, they 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 felt around out there on on Josh Gordon. Um, they, they they felt around, but it wasn't too serious because you know Gordon's like a one year rental. You not you don't really know where his mind's at, but that kind of tells you they're not quite happy with the production that they're getting out of Doc right now. But to say that Doc is a bust. That's a stretch. I think people are saying that because of where he was picked, you know, going number 21. Um, the Redskins don't see him to be – like they don't need him to be a number one receiver for them. They feel as long as they have 
and that's a that's a, a big one. If they have Jordan Reed healthy, they don't need a true number one receiver. Right. Um so let's go way back to two thousand sixteen. When he was right. drafted. Let's go back to two thousand sixteen. All right. So who, so who's the GM in twenty sixteen, Jay? Well, uh, it was Scott. Um, All right. All right. Scott and Jay, they got along. Philosophies, I mean, wanting football players and that kind of thing. But they didn't always see eye to eye on players. If if you remember, Jay wasn't very hype about them drafting Brandon. Do you guys remember that? Yep. Yeah, I remember. Uh, he, yeah, he just, he just wasn't, man, we're taking a lineman. Yeah. So, Jay, I'm sure if you run it through Google or something like that, you, you'll find that Jay kind of had eyes for uh, Michael Thomas. They they spent a lot of time with him. And um, Scott was more of a, of a Doc guy. So, they ended up taking Doc. And, and this is the problem that we have with our GMs and Jay. For some reason – there's a disconnect. Um, even, oh, God, Bruce, that that doesn't say much. But <laughs> they try to replace players for Jay with people that don't match. Like, Jay, you have to have route runners. Oh, you know, they, they run open. Right. And Doc is not known for his route running. So... It's a little bit harder. You guys saw what happened with Alex Smith and, and Jordan Reed. When Reed pulled up, it got picked off. Yeah, it's all about timing. It's that kind of thing. Now, if you if you take Doc and you throw it deep, give him a, a jump ball or something, now you're talking. But if you're going to run him in that kind of offense, he's not going to produce for you. And Dre, I know we talked, and you said about like he he's not put in the he's not productive because of the spot that he's put in. Exactly. And that's that's the part that I've noticed with Josh Dawson. And, you know, I know a lot of people say, well, he was brought here to be a jump ball guy. But he can do so much more. I mean, he may not run every route in a route tree, but my thing is get the guy going, get him some confidence going. Like last year, a lot of, a lot of my problems stem with the, how they – handle Josh Dawson was he would be not looked at for most of the game then he would he would come in third quarter they expected him to make some crazy catch you know it's like bringing a three-point shooter in off the off the bench in the fourth quarter of an NBA game for the first time and expecting him to ice the game winning shot you know and that's that's how they would bring Dawson along last year time and what what I would like to see more, and which they did, and I I, I posted the video uh, yesterday with Josh Dawson is get him going early in the pass game. If you want to get him some confidence, or you just get him involved in the in the passing plan, you can get him involved early. And they did that last year in the Saints game. First play of the game, they threw a, a screen pass where Trent was the lead blocker on it, and Dawson takes it for like twenty plus yards. And then from there, he had a big first half. And they can do that with him, you know. I mean, but the thing is too with fans' expectations of Josh Dotson is they kind of expect him to dominate targets in his offense. And as Jay just mentioned, with Jordan a guy like Jordan Reed in the offense, he's he's gonna be 
pretty much the security blanket for any quarterback. I mean, he's one of the best, probably probably the best route running tight end in the NFL. And then you got Chris Thompson. Then you got Jameson Crowder. I mean, he's been one of the better slot uh, receivers in the league his career. And then Paul Richardson. You know, he's another weapon. So, I mean, Josh Dox is not going to dominate targets in his offense. And the spots he's been put in, he's not going to be able to showcase his full potential. What, 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 what do you think about that, Damo? I mean, I agree. I, I agree. With it, with it, with, well, what, what do you say with Dox? And I really feel like, honestly, I'm going to keep it 100. I feel like it's overthinking it, you know. Or at least on Dox's point. Now, Jay can do a better job of scheming Dox and, you know, let him let him catch a couple slant routes, a couple screens. Let him show his arsenal because if we're just going to treat him like he's Brandy Moss or somebody, that's not about to work out right now. So we we need to – he needs to just show that he's progressed over time. I really feel like that's the main thing. A lot of fans are overreacting, saying they want to see this or they want the eight catches in a game with 120 yards, two, three touchdowns. That's – that's not impossible in Jay's office, but Jay's office is more of a what receivers open on this given play, not a I got a Dez Brown or a Terrell Owens when I can just lob the ball up to them. No, that's not this type of offense. That's why Jordan Reed and the slots and the, the running backs prosper and lead the, uh, our team and catches because it's not just, a, oh, we got a dominant wide receiver. Let's throw him the ball. Let's overthrow him the ball. No, we got weapons, and that's what Jay Gruden Offense dictate so. That's that's what it is, Josh Doctor. He'll show it over time. I mean, this is what what year is this, Doctor? This is third year three. It's third year. I mean, people are overreacting now. If it's year six, okay, let's ring, let's throw the white flag up. He gets a second contract somehow, and he's still doing this, and that's a bust. But we got to relax with him a little bit. I really feel like that's just my opinion. And. I know. I, I feel like Chris is ready that's, to, that's, you know. So, so. <laughs> hey, hey, man, that's, that's I, I, I speak the truth. So help me God, man. He, I'm he's gonna you, be a I'm good a player. player. <laughs> so help me God, he's gonna be a good player. We just overreacting. <clears throat> okay. Here's, here's my let, let's. I'm, I'm gonna jump back into the DeLorean and go back to 2016. Okay. Oh, you had two receivers on the team. You had Deshaun Jackson. You had Pierre, Pierre Garcon. And both of them were on the last year of their contract with the team or whatever the case may be. One of the reasons why they drafted Dotson, Dotson was, quote-unquote, to replace one of these guys when they left. It's why they drafted him that Mm. year. You know, Mm -hmm. we had to figure out, and this is the front office right here. One of them was going out the door. Who was replacing Dotson? A lot of those questions that people – with the wide receiver position, people tend to forget exactly what took place when Johnson got drafted. Uh, you know, Jay Steves talked about the philosophy in the front office, and here's my problem with the front office. If there is a disconnect with what the head coach slash guy running the offense wants to do and what the current GM at the time wanted to do, there's going to be a conflict. You, I mean, yeah. we, we've seen this square pegs in a round hole thing all the time, and Dotson is not a pure route runner. We already does know that. Does that conflict we, really matter, though? Does the conflict yeah. matter? Why does it matter? I really don't feel like it matters in the long run. I mean, it I mean, matters if you, if, if you want to be successful and you say, hey, mm-hmm. 
hey, Mr. GM, this is my offense. This is, this is my offensive scheme. Uh, it's based on timing and routes and ball placement. Here's the shopping list. This is, you know, you go to the grocery store, you get the ingredients for how you want this recipe and this food to come out successful. If I say, hey, I want ingredients for cake, and you come back and you give me stuff for jambalaya, then we got an issue. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you decided to, once you drafted Dotson and Deshaun went bye-bye, Garcon went bye-bye, then you had the next phase. Okay, we're going with Dotson. So guess what? Uh, positions coach for wide receiver. Okay, Jay, this is what you got. Either you do two things, utilize him in the offense or use him as a decoy or something along those lines. And I think that's what we see now, especially when, like you guys all what's said. What's wrong with him right now, though? That's what I want to know. What, what's wrong yeah, with that's, Thompson? That's like, right. The question is no, how extensive is like, this injury? His injury, but he, he's been playing and we're winning, so I don't really like see it. Yeah, he needs to do his thing, but it's a, I look at it as more as, as more of a team thing. Okay, if this person is a player, but we're winning, and we still have a lot of young players, and he's still young, he can progress. I don't see it as a big deal. Now the front office thing, I don't really. If we look, what um, what was the uh, Cowboys coach and Jerry Jones? They had a crazy relationship once. Super well, Bowl, uh, I mean, Jimmy Johnson. J- uh, yeah, and and, and yeah. the Cowboys coach. And, Jerry Jones is their coach. They don't have a – he's their owner and their coach. Their coach is a puppet, so I call him the coach. But <laughs> Right. If the if – the, I don't see it. The front office is beefing all right, as long as it's not too OC, as long as it doesn't affect the football field. That's all we should be worried about, the football field. He's not a bust, yeah. so I don't really see the issue. I mean, I don't need – He's going to bring up 15 catches on you tomorrow, too. I'm calling it. On Monday night, you call in well, the let's, dome? Let's, yeah. let's, let's hope it's nah, because I'm, I'm actually concerned about this injury now. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. It could be something slight, minor. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. But, but, you know, I just we, – we need to get fans to understand that, yeah, we get it. He got drafted in the first round. And if you get drafted in the first, you expect to pull up Hall of Fame or potential Hall of Fame numbers or starting first-round numbers. In this offense – the front office, general manager, Jay, all of them, they're fine with him being a 40-45 catch-a-year guy. Mm-hmm. As long as Reed stays healthy and as long as the offense goes through Reed, then Chris Thompson, then you feed AP the rock, and then when Geis comes back, you give him the rock, and then you got Crowder and then you got Richardson. I mean, he is, you know, as, if they expect 40-45 catches out of him, I'm fine with that, but I think the fans need to understand that too. Like, you guys got to let go of that first round. Yes, he got drafted in the first round. So did a lot of other guys. But in this offense, they're not expecting him to put up those type of numbers. And I'm fine with that. Just go out there and produce. Do your assignments and block. Let that boy start going crazy. Then they're going to be expecting him to catch 60, 70 balls. (laughs) He's telling right now, he's not doing all that, but – let him start catching all them passes. But, then, then he will be getting those targets. Right. And to expand on that, um, give him those red zone targets. You've seen what happened when they did go to him in the red zone last week. He drew a pass interference that puts us on a one-yard line. I mean, because them dudes really can't do much with them when you get that short field like that and the ball is thrown pretty well, which Alex did throw a good fade route on that play, but Josh was getting mugged the whole play. They had no choice but to call the play. 
and he drew two pass interferences on that one drive. I mean, two key pass interferences. I mean, the guys are holding him and grabbing him so he can't catch it. But, you know, that that's what he can bring to the table. But, again, I'm not too mad in that game. And, and this is where it comes to perspective from a fan's point of view. We were spreading the ball around, and we were dominating the first half. I mean, people were eating in the first and half. Vernon Davis was getting crazy you know, off. Yeah, and J- Jameis and Crowder, uh, Paul, Paul Richardson, all of those guys, mm-hmm. were, um, you know, they, I mean, when they, I mean, who was – Alex was processing the field, and he was doing it pretty quickly. He was getting to the ball to the guys he seen pretty much on his first or second read. And Josh's didn't happen to be the first or second read. But fans going to look at the box score and say, oh, well, he has zero catches, bust, trash, whatever. I mean, that's where you lose perspective. In it. And then in the second half, we didn't even have the ball that long. But he started playing ball control offense. So, I mean, what, what are you going to do? You know, it wasn't like they called upon him to rely on him in the game. But when they did call his number, he drew two key pass interferences. You know, but I mean, hey, like I said, that's where it comes down to perspective. And fans, a lot of fans and people have their, you know, prejudices about Josh already, you know. But, Jay, Jay man, what, what's up, man? What else you got for us tonight, man? Uh, a couple of things that was said, like uh, Garcon, you guys, they, they never even offered Garcon a contract. Who cares? They, they <laughs> never had even open talk with that man, so. <laughs> what is he doing? And uh, is it doing anything? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think, like, I thought he was doing decent the first year, and then like they, he tore something, right? I think he tore so ACL yeah. last year. He was doing okay because they didn't have a quarterback, and he was like pretty much at the all. primary target over there at one point. Yeah, they had Bethel. Shout out to his granddad. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So, Jim, and then, um, hmm. go, go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. And then I got a question for you. Oh, I was just uh, the the Jack thing. Uh, Jay wanted him really bad. Um, they did trade offers with him. Um, little Bruce thought it was smarter to, you know, go ahead. He's older. Let him go. Replaced him with. Terrell Pryor, we all know how that works out. You know, they they bit the bullet and then went got a and got a Deshaun type player with Paul Richardson. You know that speed, that home run hitter that that they let walk out the door. Well, let me let me ask you this, Jay. So, you know, we we, we with this offense with with how Jay is running this scheme, as we all say that. It runs through Reed, and we're pretty much counting on Reed to be healthy, stay healthy, stay on the field, produce. You know, let's. You know, I would hope that the 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 Jay and the offensive crew they have protocols in place. You know, Plan B, C, or E, just in case they double down on Reed and Reed can't go out there and perform, or he gets shut down, or whatever the case may be. Because um, hopefully, it's you know. They will put the other weapons for Alex in place to produce, you know. At least that's at least my take on that. Oh, absolutely. And I think you hit on it with, with their expectations. See, some fans expect Doc to be a A.J. Green or 
like you say, like Randy Moss or something like that. He's he's capable. I don't see him as a star receiver, receiver, but he's capable of big games. And I think, like you said, 40, 45 catches would be about right for him. And and like Dre said, you target him when you're in the red zone. That's that's where he makes his money out of. So, yeah. Well, well, you know what? We we're going into game four. This is year three of Dotson. He's still on his rookie contract. A lot of ball needs to still be played. A lot of catches need to be determined. You know. I, Again, I, I would love to follow back on this big hot topic, and I'm talking about fire nuclear topic when we're in week eight or week nine um, because, you know, again, I'm excited with the direction that this team is going, that the, the identity that they're forming, that the pieces that they currently got in place, and they got a big test going into Monday night. And, uh, Dre, while we were talking in the beginning, um, again, we're two and two on Jay's tenure as a head coach coming off the bye. We won two and lost two. Um, you know, we, we sort of kind of got that Monday night football monkey off our back last year, but, um, it's a big test for us. And, you know, all the pundits are looking for Drew to break this man in record. So we are definitely flying under the radar and I hope the coaches and the players are taking notice about that and come in with that chip on the shoulder and just punch them dead in the mouth. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I said, Monday Night Football, this has been one of the stigmas with the team as far as primetime football goes. Like, everyone knows, oh, Redskins doesn't play so well on primetime football. This is a chance to kind of change a lot of those, you know, perceptions that's out there about the team, you know, and a lot of those, you know, things that stick with them. And, of course, this is going up against the New Orleans Saints team, who we fared well against in previous years. Should have beat them last year. We beat them in 2015. Mm-hmm. We beat them in 2012. Um, so this is a, this is a team we're not scared of. We're not scared of the Saints. And to be quite frank, the Redskins really aren't scared of a lot of the teams that you know have done a lot around the league in recent memory. You know, like the Packers. We step to them every time we play them. You know, so this is this is a game I feel like you know we should perform pretty well and even though I, I believe we're like six point underdogs in this game which is kind of ridiculous to me I mean but that just goes to show people are looking at the Saints offense what they've done this season so far and whatnot but I watched them play against the Giants this past Sunday and they didn't look that invincible to me I mean pretty much they haven't looked invincible in any of the games they played I mean Cleveland almost beat them I think but Cleveland missed a field goal or something you know, right, um, right. they almost lost to the Falcons. They went down to the wire with the Falcons game. Um, and, of course, they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' first game of the season. So this is a team you can go in, and if you punch them in the mouth, you you jump on them early, you can beat them. You can, you, you know, yep. and we, we are one of those teams that I feel like, especially this year more than any other, that when we get up, we can – I feel confident that we can control the game from there, even though it has scared me a bit a couple of times this season with Jay kind of taking his foot off the um, the gas. But I feel like with each game, Jay has to learn from the past game to say, okay, well, we got to kind of stay a little bit more aggressive in this, you know, especially against a high-powered offense like New Orleans that you know can score in bunches. But if we get up on them and play ball-controlled football, we, we, we're going to win. And this is a game I do feel good about just because, like I said, we do play well against the Saints. Oh man, I feel really good about this game, but you know I feel good about all the games. <laughs> can I can I ask you something? What, yeah, what you got, man? 
you you still feel so. What if Adrian Peterson is a little bit more injured than they're letting on? What if Mac Brown was brought up for more than just a practice squad guy? Well, what if yeah, me? <laughs> me personally, <laughs> I'll say I've always been a Mac Brown fan for one. I mean, I know they just signed him to the practice squad, so um, I guess I would think more about Adrian Peterson's injury if I see Mac Brown being called up to the active squad, because then I feel at this point, okay, now he's going to probably be seeing the field because Adrian Peterson's ankle is a little bit worse than they're letting on. But Adrian Peterson, he's a guy I'm going to take his word for it as far as he's saying he's ready, he's going to play regardless. He sounds pretty confident that he was going to play. But if that came down to it, I love Mac Brown. I, I wanted them to keep the guy last year, so I have no problem with that. Yeah, and he's a veteran. He's what thirty two years old. This is a day off. This, he said, if, "What if Mac Brown plays? If Mac Brown plays, I'm looking at the coach staff. Like, why is he playing? So I don't think there's, there's <laughs> nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with you. I mean, we just signed. We just signed Mac Brown. I better not. I mean, if he is okay, cool. I love the story. I love the story. Mac Brown. He all he's been with is but If I see him on that field, I'm gonna say something's really, really wrong, and I don't think it's that drastic. You know, Trent Williams has his off day sometimes during the week. AP gets his off day. Because what, what is practice? I mean, yeah, of course we talk about practice, AI voice, but he's 32. He's a veteran. <laughs> he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, missing a day or two, that's not going to affect anything about him. Not his preparation. Not anything. So, it, it, he'll be all right. He'll be fine. We'll be cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like I said, I believe AP will play. I mean, speaking on the Trent front, now, Trent Williams, I think he's seriously injured every year and plays through the injury. Like, I mean, this dude, he be getting whole knee surgeries during the season and then play the next game. I don't know how he does it, but he's still productive. So, I mean, him and Adrian Peterson, they from the same place in Texas, went to the same school. I believe they built from the same breed. So, if Adrian Peterson say he can go, I believe he can go, but, um, I mean, hopefully, obviously, I hope there's nothing serious because A.J. Peterson has been a monster this year for us. I mean, he's one of the top rushers in the league right now, you know. Definitely. Yeah, um, they, 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 any team respect the run, the run game, if A.P. is is back there, you know. So, I, I, I look forward to seeing him there. Now, you know, let, let, me, let me come in with a different mindset, different perspective. If he doesn't suit up or he suits up and whatever's going on with him, whatever, it's just, I can't, you know, let's just say that. Saints are going to just, if they, they're going to put, they're going to want Alex Smith to throw the rock. They, they're going to just sit back because they're not going to respect the run game at all, you know, unless, unless Brown and uh, the rest of the running back by committee comes out there and gives a little bit of respectability to four yards of carry, then maybe, but if they don't see if, if, New Orleans, and this is for any team, truth be told. If they don't see AP back there, they're not going to respect the run. They're just going to just sit back and be like, all right, Alex, pick us apart uh, with the arm because we, we don't respect the run. So let's hope Jay acknowledges that and sees that. And if that if that's the case, you know, it's, it's CT time, you know, and then next see, man up for real, though. They don't have no choice but to respect our run because they'd be back by garbage. 
that <laughs> that ruined my whole weekend. I can't even look. It's past what time is it? It's nine thirty-five. So I'm gonna just keep it real right now in my voice. He was tripping. Like it's so obvious. Like he's like the, he's like the biggest fanboy. Like shout out to him. Shout out to the job he does. But he. I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, can he? Is he watching the same thing we watch? <laughs> <laughs> or it, does he have an ulterior motive? Like, we're watching football. It's not that, not that confusing at all. You see what you're looking at, Mac. Uh, Kirk Cousins not to turn around, but he just did the same thing that he did when he was in D.C. Ended the game off a turnover. If that happens fifty times, goddamn, mm-hmm. it's, it's something. Mm-hmm. It's not anything. But see, my my thing with that is what I don't like what Grant does, and it's one thing to still want to support Kirk Cousins. Okay, I get it. That's cool. But why do you have to drag Alex Smith into it and try to make it seem like Alex Smith is just some slouch and Kirk Cousins just on this level that Alex Smith is not on? I mean, come on, man. That's the part that gets me because now you just spreading propaganda at this point. You know what I mean? Because – he, he he pointed out that Alex Smith only scored six points in the second half, and Kirk Cousins Weird did this. He did that to the Rams. But I'm like, okay, first off, Grant, right. where the hell were you at when Kirk Cousins was getting lit up by the Buffalo Bills last week? I didn't see any of your comparison tweets <laughs> when Buffalo Bills was killing the Vikings. Definitely did Grant not. come on saying, oh, look how much better Kirk Cousins is. Well, because he's playing a Thursday night football game on live TV, and, oh, he has one of his nice Kirk Cousins stat games that ends in a Kirk Cousins turnover. It's, oh, no, just look at those stats. And Alex Smith only did this. No one's talking about Alex Smith. But, yeah, you want to bring up something that when it's convenient to the point that you're trying to make about Kirk. But you didn't bring this point up when Kirk was stinking it up the week before to the worst team in football. So, I mean, that's the part that I just can't get with when you have to try to, you know, those those shaded Alex Smith when Alex Smith like that is man, up here balling for us, you know. Yeah, but you want to pick one. You want to nitpick this one thing, you know. Exactly. Uh-huh. You want to nitpick this one. Oh, he scored six points, you know. But so we were what? we didn't note that we were up by double figures in that game. We were, you know, <laughs> we didn't have to have Alex Smith throw fifty times. As that's the thing, people are so stuck up into the fantasy football and the playing their Madden franchise and them getting points by every touchdown a quarterback throw. They gotta realize, all right, the quarterback he is supposed to throw the touchdowns and the woos, oohs, and throw the ooh and eyes passes and the catches. But on the other end, he's the 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 band director of the entire offense. It's not just him down, set, go throwing back, throwing passes and stuff. No, he's making sure the chemistry is, is going on. He's making sure the flow of the game is cool. He's making sure that, okay, our play is called, and then we still have about eight, nine seconds left so we can scan the defense free to play and call audibles and hot route. I swear to goodness, on my left big toe, I've never seen Kirk Cousins call audible when he's with the Redskins. I've never seen him come up to the center, pointed players, Call hot routes, any of that. Now you got Alex Smith. He it's 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 a good sight to see. Now he's not the second coming of Dan Marino or somebody, but man, he's making sure the offense is running smoothly. 
and he's distributing. If the receivers aren't, aren't complaining or acting like Antonio Brown, throwing stuff, and man, who cares? He's doing his thing. Go ahead, keep waiting for Kirk Cousins. We're winning, we're winning, we're winning football go. games. Exactly. You just, Thank you just you. explained uh, it in a couple words. Football. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, you know, just, you know. Just support your team, man. Just support support the team that you do your nine to five for. You know, exactly. you can have your personal personal favorites. That's fine. That's cool. But learn how to separate the two. You know, you're in a position to where the fans, uh, people who might just be new to the game, people who are curious to see what's just about the Redskins. It's your responsibility to show the entire thing, not just your own personal bias. But you got a responsibility to feed the fans, to give the fans everything. When you come in with that narrative, you create more animosity. And that stuff is a trickle-down effect. And I don't think he understands that. But, you know, you know, peace out to him, man. I, I, you know, if you like Kirk, you like Kirk, good, good. But just, you know, keep, keep Alex off the plate if it's just a Vikings versus whoever that's not exactly. playing other than Redskins. That, that's all he's a DC media member. He's a DC media member. He's been a weirdo. Why are you worried about him? He's gone. Was he bigger than the team? No, he was not. The team is the team. The team, man, you, you root for your team. If somebody comes, oh, man, I suffered through losing Champ Bailey and Clinton. I mean, not, not Clinton Porter, Champ Bailey and who, who else left that was with us? LeVar Arrington and Good players like that, so they come and go. You got to root for your team at the end of the day. Got to. Got to. Unless it's Michael Jordan. To. Michael Jordan is the only player I would cry about if he was on my team and we traded him or he just left without <laughs> offering him contract. But he, he plays basketball, and he's an old man. So if it ain't Jordan, I'm good. There you go. There you go. Man, <laughs> man, I tell you, this, is, this, this, this has been crazy. I don't even know if Jason's still on the line with us. JC, you still there, man? My bad. And Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I'm still Jordan and Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Jordan and Pat Mahomes. So that guy's looking like the greatest quarterback I've ever seen with my two eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> man. I, 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 he I he looks Chief like a cross between point. Randall Cunningham and Michael Vick. That's what, that's what he reminds me of, like a Randall then Cunningham. Then he got Michael some Vick. Brett Favre. Smart Yeah, and the Brett Favre. And Aaron, I mean, Aaron Rod, I hate to throw all these greats, but, I mean, that's the type nah, of thing you see from this dude, you know. Because <laughs> he doesn't run to run. He runs to throw. Yeah. He, yeah. Can. he can run to he, run. Right. <laughs> he, it's that moxie, man. He came in. He came in with it. He was playing like that at Texas Tech. The, the, the kid was special. And, you know, yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of coaches, they kind of shied away. They didn't want to mess with his, you know, they didn't like his mechanics or his throwing style or, or his, you know, exactly. his play. Thinking but, too much. But hey, you know, you get a guy like Andy Reid, he'll 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 make something. He'll, he'll make uh, he'll make you good from great and great to the best. So you know, is, is he a Hall of Fame coach? Is he a Hall of Fame coach or what? They talk about hey. John. Somebody said they they say John Gruden's a, a quarterback whisperer. Oh, that Bama, he's he's doing he's doing, he's doing yeah, he his thing for a while. Mhm, mhm. That's true. It just when he gets to the playoffs, he ain't gonna do much. But hey, <laughs> he'll get you. He there. doesn't. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, yeah. Hey, the future looks bright with those young QBs for real. You know, all of them out oh, there. Oh yeah, the whole you, class, man. Yeah. I, I mean, the like guard, the you know. Yeah, yeah. man, mm-hmm. golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, golf. And, and um, isn't it a good thing? Mm-hmm. No, that's where the parity comes in. I mean, look at the league now. I mean, 
no one's just about a gimme game in this league anymore. You know, every every At week is someone it. can knock someone off. You know, I yep. mean, we just There's talked about the Vikings and Bills. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I love about the NFL. Fun. I mean, in the love I, I hope we've knocked the Patriots off their perch now. You know, hopefully they won't be going to another Super Bowl. I like to see Jaguars or someone come out of that uh, or the Chiefs. You know, so but I mean, the parody looks amazing in the NFL. That's why the games are so fun every week now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's why I'm so optimistic about the burgundy and gold. You see this week to week league to where. If you come in correct with your game plan, whoever whoever has the least turnovers, whoever plays sound mind, control the line of scrimmage on both ends of the ball, you can win. That's why I'm so optimistic right. about this team because they can come in and they can do that. We can, and it's a great mix of young and older players. And at this time, the league right now, it's not like we have a team that's all old. We have a lot of young players, and those young no, players are even – coming into their prime, not even there yet, and they're good. But right now we have a solid mix of veterans, and those veterans are at key positions, and that's what's going to really help us down the line. Because a lot of the other teams, they have a lot of young, good players, but that, that veteran, having a veteran at key spots like running back and quarterback and tight end and corner, and and you got the youth in the D-line, we got youth at positions that need youth for your team to be good. And we got veterans at positions on the team that you need veterans. And if you have them there, that will maximize. So it's kind of like puzzle pieces. And we, we're looking very good right now. I just want people to stay tuned. And this is not just a fan talking. This is a, the football fan talking. There you go. And to jump on that, to add on to that, not only do we have that that mix, but something that's kind of underrated when talking about the Redskins, and I know a lot of people like to kind of look down on this, is we have a pretty decent coaching staff too. Those guys are we do really good, good at developing the, these these players. I mean, one guy I, I really like to mention whenever talking this up is um, Tory and Gray. I mean, Torian Gray does yes, a hell sir. of a job with the defensive backs, man. I mean, those guys are developing under him. I mean, you see Fabian Morale, he's making a name for himself now. Quentin Dunbar yes, is turning into the number one cornerback on this team right right under our eyes. I mean, he went from undrafted to wide Norman receiver. The third best. And he, I believe it. I agree. I think Fabian Morale is right the third there best when you talk about that. What do you have? Oh, that's, that's a, a great problem to have. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and and, People are and then too that's much. not the only thing. We we got other young talent that we got um Greg Strowman that's waiting in the wings. We got Danny Johnson Adonis waiting Alexander. in the wings. This guy Three. they love this guy. Adonis Alexander, even his safeties. I mean DJ Smeringer probably playing the best ball in his NFL career right now. And and Monte Nicholson went from nobody fourth round pick last year to legit starting free safety now. So Josh you have to look at those guys. Josh Harvey Clemens, he People, plays kind of like that dime yeah. back spot, but uh, I'm even anxious to see the development of Toriaki. He has every physical tool in the yep. world, but I'm I'm wondering every. what he can do under Tori, Tori and Gray's development. So this is something you have to talk mm-hmm. about when mentioning the Redskins as well, is the coaching staff is doing a great job coaching these dudes up, man. And we got, yeah. we got a caller calling in right now, man. This, this dude calling from California right now, man. This is my boy, man. He real passionate about the Redskins. Real dude, too, man. What's up, Fred? You man, there? you got to be coming on. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? 
Oh my what's God, up, baby? Fred, what's going on? What's going on, man? man? <laughs> Skins are nothing. That's what they call them. DC. Real no, talk. Man. Skins are nothing. Yeah, they know what time it is. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm glad to have you, uh, Fred. What's going on, Fred? What you got for us tonight, man? Oh uh, yeah, man. I'm, you know, I've been listening to y'all. Y'all already know what time it is, man. When it comes to doctors, man, these people tripping. I mean, exactly. these guys are tripping on Twitter, man. It's like I, I hear well, a lot of people say. I hear a lot of people say, you know, uh, it's his third year. Well, it's not really his third year. He played one year in his rookie season. He got injured. He was gone for the whole year. This is essentially his sophomore his campaign. Last year was really his first year, and, and now he's in his sophomore campaign with a brand-new quarterback who doesn't even really know the offense completely. So it's like people got to calm down. Like Even with Eight, the three, expectations with, with Alex Smith, man. Yeah, even with the expectations from Alex Smith, like people just gotta relax, let the year play out slowly and methodically. Smith is gonna be more confident in the offense. Say that N word again, got... brother. <laughs> well, more com- more confident, slowly and methodically. Nah, methodically. Yeah, they gotta let it play out methodically, <laughs> like 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 driving a ball down the field, man. It's gotta be methodical. Mhm. Exactly. And, and Fred is my Fred always backs me up when it comes to the Josh Doxon slander out there on Twitter, man. You know, I'll be dealing with these dudes. And we, we try to tell these dudes, man, you know, it's more to it than just black or white, oh, he sucks or he's great. You know, it's a gray area in between that. It's more to look at. And like Fred said, this is pretty much his sophomore campaign. And, and can can I say this as well about Josh Doxon? Was Uh-oh. last year really that bad? Was he that bad last year? I it thought he was showing flashes last year. You know, yeah, he, he, he was flashes. pretty decent. <laughs> you know, he, Ray, I don't know what you're talking about, man. You, 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 you yeah, don't, you're not making any sense, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he, he was, he was. I must not be. You know, yeah. you would think the dude caught like three passes for 42 yards last year, and that was it. Right. You know, but <laughs> it's yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> and one more thing, one more thing. What? How, how long is this contract? What do you got? One more year after this year? So let's yeah. say, all right, yeah. next year. Let's say this. Year. All right, so this year is basically just beginning. So we really don't know what he's gonna do this year. It's, it's a long season, but let's say, all right, he does okay this year. Then next year, let's say he plays very well, but he he does he doesn't break out like Michael Thomas or a top top receiver, but he's cool. So that means we can resign him back on a chill contract. We don't gotta give him too much money. Unless he wants to go somewhere else, he feel like his talent. And I'm telling you, if he goes somewhere else, he's gonna shine. And these people on Twitter or whoever doubt him is gonna be mad. That's gonna be one of them throwback Redskins skins thing. That's well, gonna get that boy some type of motivation. It's gonna do something because all he needs is something like that. Just throw that boy to rock. The Redskins are gonna the Redskins are gonna be in a dilemma actually next year because he was a first round pick. So. According to the CBA, they're going to have to decide next year if they want to exercise his fifth-year option. And if they don't, he automatically goes to free agency. Like, like they, they, he's still in his rookie contract. They have to exercise his, his option, or he goes to free agency. So, like they did on Sheriff. They're going to, yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to decide. And I don't know. Gruden seems like he has a lot of confidence in Doxy, man. Despite what everybody says, if people watch and I love conferences. It. Yeah, if people watch his press conferences, he continues to say, "Look, get, you know, let him, you know, let him get going." And we're in the beginning of the season. He always emphasizes where we're at in the season, and he says he expects them to make a lot of plays. So people are pushing the panic button on Dyson a little too early. 
Yeah, yeah. See, Fred, I'm glad 26. you mentioned that. Like, that's early. Yeah, and that's, very that's the thing. I'm glad Fred mentioned that because Gruden is not the type of person to mince his word, and also Gruden is not scared to bench you. We seen that with RG3, and that was the team's baby. RG3 was the team's baby when Gruden came in here, and Gruden wasn't feeling it, benched him. If Gruden wasn't feeling Josh Doxon, he would have replaced Josh Doxon. Josh Doxon would not be trotting out there playing most of the snaps in those games if he if, if Gruden didn't like them. Let, let's let, let's say that right now. I'm pretty sure pretty he would have found someone. To, he would have probably put Michael Floyd in last week if if it was that serious where he was over <laughs> Josh Doxon. You know, so I mean, because we know Gruden's not scared to do it. We know we've seen it before. We've seen Gruden here. Well, this is his fifth year now. We know Gruden isn't scared to play who he wants to play in the game. He played Ryan Grant when he wanted to play him all the time. And when Redskins fans didn't understand why he was playing Ryan Grant. So when it comes to Josh Dawson, like you said, Fred, I believe he has a lot more confidence in Josh Dawson than a lot of people think. I think Gruden looks at it more like, 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 how, like how we look at it. Like this is really his second year with a new quarterback, with a quarterback learning system too. I think that's more how Gruden looks at it. While everybody else looks at it like, you know, all with all these high expectations, you know, we're just fans at the end of the day. <laughs> Those people are the ones making the money decisions. So I don't really think he looks at it like a lot of the fans do. He looks at it from a more realistic right. perspective. Exactly. And, you know, he sees those guys in practice. He knows what these guys are capable of at the end of the day, like you said. So, you know, he's putting the guys out there. In his mind, he feels like can he can trust. He can trust out there on that field. So, you know, man. But moving on, Fred, what you, what you got for us on New Orleans, man? What you think we can do when it comes to this New Orleans game on Monday night? Uh, they're, they're a little tough. They're a little tough to run on when, when they, they expect the run to come. And they're going to expect the run to come early with the Redskins because that's been our bread and butter. So they're going to have to mix it up a little bit. We're going to, we might have to pass a little bit more in the, in the first half, which is going to be real interesting because, as I keep pointing out, Alex Smith, he's still learning the offense. Like, you can see it on the field. Like, he does make his plays. He does show his, his flashes. And he shows what he, what he can be when he, like, really has a, a, a grasp of his offense and he has a command. But he doesn't have that yet, man. Alex Smith is still learning it. You can see. And so it's going to be interesting because um, we, we're going to have to pass early because they're going to expect us to run. They're going to be expecting to see Peterson. And, you know, I heard you guys are talking about Peterson early and if he's injured and all that. That that might be a problem if he's injured. But then again, it might not be because I got a lot of confidence in Thompson too. Like, people think Thompson is just a step back. Like, nah, man, he can – he can run in between the tackles too, man. He has some decent vision. So, and we gonna have to pass early, man. If we can pass early and we can break their will to pass and show them that we can move the ball in the air through the air on them, which I I'm pretty sure we can because they rank 30th in, in pass defense. <laughs> like, yeah, I hope we don't stop <laughs> passing early though. You don't want we don't need to go back to that. That's that was Jay Gruden's old forte. We definitely yeah, don't need to stop passing early. Same. This year has been a what? big ten. Yeah, they, they, their defense is ranked pretty bad in, in throwing. That's cool, but they still professional players. You always need you need that ground to pound situated early in the game, not later. It don't matter who the team is, as long as we ain't playing the two thousand Ravens. Fuckm, we gonna run it up their ass. No homo. I agree. I agree. We need to. <laughs> no we homo. We need to, but like I said, 
like I said, when they expect the run, they're good. And they're really good in the run, and it shows in their run defense. They're ranked number play two action. overall in rushing defense. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna need that play action. We're gonna need to. We're gonna need to. It's gonna be interesting, man. I, I don't just rubber stamp it as a win. It's gonna be a pretty hard fought game, but I, I see us coming out the, the as a victor at the end, mainly because our D line, man. Our D line is, is is something vicious, and that's gonna get even crazy. Yeah, it's going to get even worse towards the end of the year when they really used to play with each other. They got the rotation down, oh, and they, they, those dudes are going to be monsters. Oh, my God. You know, I feel so bad that we all, we, we're an hour in, and we have yet to give praise to these young guys that's up front with the defensive line. I, I, I'm almost embarrassed as a fan at the moment because these dogs are hunting. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, and people better stay tuned and watch next year. Just stay tuned at how we build in every year. How how long ago when we brought McLuhan in and all these different personnel guys and they started talking about, okay, we got if we're if we're gonna make free agent signings, they're gonna have to be the right age. They're gonna have to be 24, 25, 26, and just coming into their primes. Not not nothing not uh, too much older. Now the the, the big splash signers we made has been like Sean Jackson later on in the free agency, Josh Norman, different guys like that. So it started a couple years ago, and now this is this is the four or five years later from that starting point. And you see that vision that they had from that time. It's manifesting now. It still isn't at its peak, but it's like at at the 60, 70% range, man. People need to stay yep. tuned because we're doing it the right way. And then those veterans, when they do become older, like when Kerrigan is 32, 33, and Trent is up there, up there, these young guys we got, they're going to be here to carry the, they gonna be here to carry the torches along with some other young guys and some, some other free agents who we signed at the right age like we did Norman and stuff. So we build it for the long haul. We build the stability. That's why we have Alex Smith and AP as our key hogs right now because we got guys coming up behind him. And who knows what other young quarterback we'll get in the next couple years. It's, it's going to be a, a breeding ground full of players. It's going to be Alabama, the NFL, not with all the Alabama players. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, w- I want to ask. I want, I want to bounce this around everyone at the table right now. I'm going to go first. Breakout player of the game or the, that player that's going to make you hear his name in this game. Me, I'm going with Pernell McPhee. He's going to be my breakout player in this game. Oh, uh, I've been calling. Yes. Yeah, I, I wanted to be a little bold, but I've been calling for some production because Chris made me think about it, talking about the defensive line, that mm-hmm. – we need more production out of the outside linebackers. We need something because that defense is a lot holding it down. They are, they are begging for those outside guys to start making plays, to start getting to the quarterback, start doing their thing. And Pernell McPhee is a guy I've been watching closely, and he's been making plays. He's been making plays, but he hasn't gotten home. He has not reached home yet. But we're, we've been playing against quarterbacks that have got the ball out really, really fast, and all of them have that reputation. I mean, Drew Brees is another. But I feel like Pernell McPhee is going to put his stamp on this game, and you're gonna, he, he's going to get at least a sack in this game. So what y'all got? All right, Fred, who you got, man? Who you got as your impact player coming up for this Monday night versus the Saints? Monte Nicholson. I think he's going to have a real big game. Uh-huh. I think Nicholson is going to have a really big game. 
a lot of, okay, I've been hearing people this week say say how you know he's he's iffy he's off and on but you know I think he's just getting his feet wet again after that injury and I think he have a huge game against Breeze. Definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Domo, who you got, man? Who you got? If he's if if he's iffy right now, people are saying Monte Nichols is iffy, then that's crazy. But I have Moreau because I know they're gonna throw the ball a lot. But then they also have the yeah, running backs coming back. But I have Moreau and on offense, I have it's gonna be an AP game. Mm, mm. Okay. AP revenge game. game. Revenge game. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We're running yeah. back around the table Payton. for uh, for offense guys too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Let's see. All right. I, I know he, I'm going to do my for defense, and then I start off with offense and run it back on you guys. So, on defense, my man has been getting a lot of a lot of minor hate, a lot of where has he been. My man, Ryan Kerrigan. I think he's uh, going to get to Drew. I, I think because of the junkyard dogs we got up front, I think – uh, he's going to give the right tackle fits, and I, I see a two-sack game from Kerrigan. He's, he's going to get to breathe. That's okay, we need him. We need it. We need it. We need Kerrigan to draw more than holding calls at this point, you know, because right now he's been a rackpo. So we definitely need it, man. We need, we, we need one of these guys <laughs> to be that man on Sunday, Monday, especially on the defensive man, because I feel like offensively, we right. can, we can do some things on offense, but we 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 really need somebody. Or I mean, not just somebody. We need more than somebody, but we need you know people to just you know go above and beyond the defensive side of the football with this offense yeah. we got coming up. You know, I mean, I guess if we go on offensive players too, I'm gonna be born and go with the guy we talked about all night tonight in Josh Dawson, and if he's healthy, if he's playing, hey. and that's because you know by week they they had a whole by week to get more timing in, uh, Alice to get more comfortable, as Fred has been mentioning, you know. Um, and he had a big game against the Saints last year. So I feel like this is his time to pretty much his welcome to the 2018 season. So I got Josh Dawson as my offensive player. J-Dot with the coming out party. I, I feel you, Trey. I'm definitely mm-hmm. with you with that. Domo, what you got, yeah. man? Did, did you pick somebody offensive? Well, Domo, we, we got yeah, he got AP. He said AP. You got AP. All yeah, right. Got, All right, Fred, yeah, what you got, man? Who, who you got on offense shining in, on the Monday night game? Oh, man. Oh, man. CT, Chris Thompson, man. Chris Thompson. He's going to do his thing. He's going to do his thing. Especially yeah, if, yeah. If, if, if AP is dealing with that, whatever they're talking about, his ankle or whatever they're talking about it is. If he's healthy, it's going to be AP. But, no, I think Chris Thompson going to do his thing, too, man, in the, uh, when he gets his opportunity. I feel you. I feel you. I, I can definitely see that. If AP is back there, uh, defense got to pay attention. They got to respect to him. And so I can definitely see Chris Thompson uh, breaking out a couple of screens and, 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 and doing that utility that he likes to do so well to uh, put the skins on top and make some noise. Um, I mean, all great pick guys. I'm, I'm going to go with the maestro, the man behind under the center that's running this thing. My man, 36 Chambers, Alex Smith. <laughs> all, that, all that noise. The spotlight is going to be on Drew Brees 
with that 200-yard passing man. And I know Alex. Alex is very low-key. He, he, he goes, he, he just does his business. But I know somewhere at this moment right now, he is fuming that Breeze is getting all that noise. He's going to come down Monday night. It's showtime for him. He's going to go out there and make some noise and going to run this thing, I'm telling you. I, I expect three TDs and one rushing touchdown from, from, from Wu-Tang using that uh, run, uh, run option stuff. So that's, what, that's my guy. <laughs> Ain't y'all that a bad pick, that, uh, man? I mean, you know. Y'all watch that, uh, yeah, that Alex Smith report? Y'all be watching that? Yep. Oh, the podcast. I haven't checked it out yet. I said I wanted to check it out. You, you've you checked it out? Yeah, this last one, they asked him about that. Uh, they was asking about the Drew Brees and the passing thing, and he seemed like he got pretty competitive. <laughs> he said, uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, what is he going? He's going for the all-time passing yards. Oh, yeah, that's a decent record to have. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, he real I'm, I'm telling you, he, he, he low key angry about it. I'm telling you, yeah. No, and 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 not only that, uh, when we played the Packers last week, they they were asking Alex Smith a question about Aaron Rodgers, and Alex Smith was straight up. I mean, this is why I love Alex Smith. He's a real honest dude. He was like, you know, I mean, I would, I'd be lying if I said I didn't go and pay and and think about this as a competition every time I go against him, just because we were both drafted in the same draft. He said, you know, and you you could, you just got the sense that there was more to it behind it. Like Alex does get up for these guys. Like some quarterbacks are trying to yeah. downplay, but like, oh well, you know, it's just another game on the schedule. Alex will kind of give you that hint that no, nah, it's not just another game on the schedule. This is a guy I'm trying to kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's cool, man. So, uh, and with with that, with Chris saying that, of course, you know, I I will be looking to Alex to have a big game, and you know, if uh, Fred put out there that he thinks Chris Thompson is his breakout player, I can see that being a thing where Jay probably tries to stick it to Sean Payton and show, hey. I got a running back that can catch out of the backfield too. You know, you got your Kamara, we got our Chris Thompson. So, you know, they might try to unleash Chris Thompson quite a bit, whether AP is injured or healthy in this game. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we got to give a little shout out to the, to the Capitals. I don't know if anybody was watching that game. I kind of had it on. Glance it back and forth. Well, I heard they, they scored, what, two goals in the first two minutes of the game? Yeah, it was, it, they killed the, the Bruins. They did them dirty. That's how you. That's how you open up the ring ceremony, man. You got to do that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Major shout out. I, yeah. I'm, shout out to the Washington Capitals for real, fellas, because we have been thirsty for a championship in the DMV for a long time, and them guys came out there, it. stepped up, and took it. And I, I, I hope they. I hope that mojo rubs off on all the other franchises in the area. So, man, it's better. But yeah, because it's seven zero and it's the third with seven fifty left in the third. It's oh wow, that shows yeah, the touchdown. That shows growth. Come on, yeah. <laughs> hunger. I mean, yeah, exactly. No, I like that. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't watch hockey much, but I do know what it means to be up seven nothing in your first game after a championship run. And that's big, yep. man. Like I'm you said, that, that shows growth. <laughs> you know, oh, that's I'm hooked now. Yeah. I'm watching. <laughs> Got the telephone booth rocking. Do that. <laughs> now we need the Wizards to do that. We need the Wizards to do that. So, that's 
basketball season is upon us. I'm happy. Madonna, yeah, playing. yeah. I'm, I'm getting Hoyas, into it. Some Hoyas do good. I know you got the Hoyas in for a lot, Dre. We got to do that sometime. Oh soon, man, but. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, Midnight Madness for college basketball this weekend. I'm a huge college basketball nut. Uh, I'll probably be at Georgetown's Midnight Madness uh, this Friday night, man, to check out our new pups, man. So I'm ready for college basketball to start. Uh, I'm getting ready for NBA. It took me a while to kind of get ready to yes, get pumped sir. up for the NBA, but it's getting there. I watched the preseason game the other day. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm ready so for weird. all of that. Did you see LeBron James in a Lakers jersey? Side note. That shit is oh, yeah. crazy <laughs> to me. I, I still haven't processed that one fully yet, man. I mean, I saw the highlights, you know. I'm like, okay, <laughs> is this, you know, yeah, is he about like to change it to a Cleveland like jersey? Tiger coat. <laughs> Yo, Fred, Fred, man, yeah, man, help me yeah. out, sir. I'm, I'm the rookie. You know, I was only, I haven't been out here on the West Coast that long. You see these Laker fans. Uh, how how do you deal with how do you handle that man? Because they oh, ever like, since Bron oh, got on the team, man, man I, it, everywhere I <laughs> they go, didn't it's cheer loud for that guy though. That was the crazy part. <laughs> oh, Fred, did I don't you think Kobe fans like, like it? No, I don't like. You know, to be honest, I don't really. I'm not really into basketball. I mean, I watch basketball in the playoffs, and I'm not really into it. But I I, I ain't gonna lie, man. You know when I when I be on Twitter, I be on Twitter for sports. So man, y'all y'all be kind of having me into the DMZ teams, man, because I don't really follow those other sports like that. But when I'm on there, you know, I'm looking at the, what the Wizards are doing, or you know, or 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 the the Capitals and all that. So I really be into that. But you know, a long time ago when I was young, I liked the Clippers a little bit, but. You know, I'm not really into basketball like that. And I don't like Lakers fans at all. They they make it easy to not like basketball like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. But I, I like that. I, I like that, as, you know, D.C. folk can have that influence on, you know, people on the West Coast when it comes to our sports teams. I know because, you know, people love the Redskins all over, man. I've seen it all over the United States. Like I said, I was in Phoenix this summer. A lot of Redskins fans out there, man. And, you know, when the Redskins played the Cardinals, a lot of Redskins fans there. And it's just so big. And then a lot of people that live, like, on the West Coast and stuff, they've told me that a lot of the stuff they are able to follow the Redskins through, they kind of follow through people on Twitter. So it's cool to have that influence, you know, and be able to, you know, help out our fellow Redskins fans across the country with coverage and stuff. So, you know, and then for you all to kind of follow our sports teams as well, you know, just because we kind of talk about it and we putting it in your face, we full speed it to y'all. You know, that, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, yeah. I, we, we we are everywhere, man. And I'm I'm almost certain uh, fans are going to pile into uh, New Orleans, man. It's it's it, it's going. It's, yeah, it's a thing of beauty to see it. Yeah, and and I was in New Orleans this summer as well, and um. We, I was there when we played our first, well, or it was the second preseason game. We played the Jets. Yeah, it was the second preseason game. I was in New Orleans. And I'm all thinking, because I didn't realize the game was on ESPN. So I'm like, damn, man, you know, I, I'm asking around. I said, man, I got to find a place to watch this Redskins game. Anybody know? So a couple of people recommended Johnny White's um, sports bar in uh, New Orleans. So I said, well, hell, shit, I'm going, I'm, I'll am i be going to, you know, this bar. 
So I, I go to the bar, and it's red skin stuff all over this bar. So I'm feeling at home. I feel like I'm in D.C. I mean, the weird part about it was the bartenders weren't red skin fans. Like, they were looking at me like I was crazy because I see all of the red skin stuff. It was red skin jerseys, helmets, and everything. So I'm all thinking the bartenders are red skin fans, too. So I'm like, hey, man, red skin's bar. Y'all show all the red skin games. And dude's looking at me like, well, yeah, we show them. Oh, well, you know, he kind of he brought my mood down a little bit, you know. But he was like, well, I'm a Saints fan. I was like, all right, well, I respect that. But he said, but the owner is a big-time Redskins fan, which is why it's a Redskins bar. And he was mentioning how um, when the Redskins played, because he didn't, he, he didn't even know his name, but he was like, it was a guy. He said, when the Redskins played New Orleans in, what was it, 2012, he says, a guy that used to play for you all, he came in his bar and I don't know why I just thought, I said, was it Chris Cooley? Yeah, him, the tight end. I said, he said, yeah, Chris Cooley came to this bar, and he had this bar crazy with Redskins fans. He said, like, I felt like I was in D.C. or something. So, yeah, we we all over, man. We got our own bar down in New Orleans. So if you're in New Orleans, you can check out that bar. They will show the Redskins games. And he said it's really big in the regular season. But me and my boy was pretty much the only one there at the, during the preseason game. So, but, you know, they, we, we will travel down there in New Orleans. You will hear us on Monday night. Yeah, man, love it. I love it. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So, Fred, what else you got for yeah. us, man? You got, you got anything you want to drop for us, man? Uh... Just, just man, just. I hope we win this game, man. Yeah, to me, this is a this is a crucial game, man. This is going. This game is going to say what what Redskins are really made of. Are we really the real deal? Even though I, I think we are, but this game is going to show it, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you can't win so. this one. If we can't win this one, man, I th- I might I don't know I might be a little, little a little down, a little concerned. Nah, we'll still be in first place, tied with it. Yeah, at least, at least. Well, not necessarily because if the Eagles or Eagles Cowboys win, they'll be three and two. Yeah, but they could, they'll be three and two while we're at five hundred if we were to lose. So, I mean, that's just because they play. Well, the Eagles are two and two. Place. We're a top, like we're we're dolo down. We're what two and one. Eagles just lost. Yeah, right. Eagles just lost. Right. So we're a game ahead of them. So if we lose. We'll be tied with them going in the next week. I'm not too worried. Unless we'll they work. win. If they win, they'll be ahead of us. But that's uh, But, I mean, it's still too early. I mean, it's, and it's, like I said, they Very play early. more games than us. So, as far as first place goes, I'm not really concerned. Like, I'm not even all, you know, really rah-rah about us having first place right now because we got a lot of work to do. It means right. nothing in the third, fourth yeah. week in the season. I agree. So, you know, but – um. It's a, it's a big game. It's definitely a big game. I mean, it's not just a big game. We have a big stretch, man. I mean, it's a tough stretch. So you want to kind of see where you can get these wins where you can because you can't look at this stretch that we're having right now and then just point out any easy wins at this point. I mean, we got the Saints, and then we got a team that we pretty much struggle against. We talk about the teams like the Saints and the Packers who we match up well against and we have matched up well with in the past. But Panthers is a team next week after the Saints game that we haven't matched up well with. Like, honestly, I can't even tell you the last time we beat the Panthers. Like, I don't remember – I haven't remembered beating the Panthers in years. I mean, I still remember Jake Dale Holmes, Stiff Armand, D'Angelo Hall in, like, 2011. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have too many good memories with us in the Panthers. So, that's another tough game. Then, of course, after that, you got the Cowboys coming in. And then I believe we have the Giants and Jaguars all, and the Falcons all in the stretch. So, it's it's a tough stretch of games, man. So, 
it's this is a big game. Pretty much all of these games, you know, I mean, are going to be must right. wins in this stretch in a sense. You know, I mean, there's going to be some leeway just because right now everyone's so close. But you want to see these wins just so you can have a little bit of margin for error in this big stretch. So hopefully you can get these early wins against teams like the Saints. Yep, most definitely. Yeah, you you, you got to treat these 16 weeks and break them down for, uh, per quarters. And, you know, the first yep. four games is kind of like that fill-out. Okay, you kind of see who can do what. These next four games coming up is where – you really start to form an identity and start placing yourself among, all right, who, who's the real deal and who was just a fluke and we figured you guys out and you guys couldn't bounce back. And these next four games, yeah, most definitely. We Man, would definitely be tested up. Why did you talk about Dallas like that? In what manner? They're going to get. They're gonna start off like they do. They're not going to do too much this year. I don't see Dallas doing anything this year. Every dollar come across. Yeah, Dallas. Nice name two wide receivers. I, I, I'll just say I'll be pissed <laughs> if we lose to them this year. I don't. I don't want to lose to Dak Prescott again. Like I mean, I don't feel like Dak Prescott is the quarterback you should be losing to. You know, I mean, he doesn't scare anyone. You know, I mean, Skip and Bayless started talking that nonsense. You know, he was crazy. Yeah, he looked very sweet. He looked like a hell of a game manager in his rookie year, but they had a hell of an offensive line that year, and Deke, um, Zeke was going crazy that year. So, I mean, he really didn't have to do too much, you know, but yeah, he, 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 he managed the game well. He didn't have to, you know, you didn't mind him putting up his normal 196 yards in his rookie year. You know, that's what his normal passing stats look like, you know, but his rookie year is fine. Okay, he's a rookie. He'll get better, but you see year three, he's still just putting up 195 passing yards. You know, it's like, okay, well, that's all this dude can do. And then everyone else is kind of – he doesn't have Dez anymore. Um, and he was going out of his prime anyway. And the offensive line isn't what it was a couple of years ago. So now you kind of seeing his, you know, weaknesses exposed a little bit more. And that's a guy, like I said, I really don't want to lose to him. I mean, Dallas has an okay defense, but – I feel like this. We should we should get them this year. We there's no we have no business being swept by Dallas this year. Man, Dak security blanket is now in the stands being an announcer. He he's announcing games now. And Jason Witten, that was that was Dak's oh, security blanket last year. So he's terrible. It, yep, I forgot to mention um, him. Yep. Yeah, but uh, we we Dallas this year. FYI, I just want to just drop that out there right now. We we sweeping Dallas yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we need. Oh, I don't know. I got mm. All right, well, it, it's coming. Uh, at least we get one game in. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. We, we'll get them. We, we got to get them. Uh, at least get them that first game, and I'm going to feel good definitely going into that second game for the sweep, man. You know. But all right, but, fellas, yeah, man, what's up, man? Yeah. Got any, any last words for the show, man? We about to wrap this thing on up, man. Any Any last things y'all want to get out there? Domo, what you got, man? Any any last words before we wrap it up? Last words for me is relax to everybody. Relax and enjoy what you're watching. We are now dealing with a different era of Warriors game football, believe it or not. Just relax. Don't worry about what this player is doing. Don't worry about what that player is doing because that's what we've been building so long for. So we don't have to worry about this player or what that player is doing. We got a team 
that's going to take up for each other. Where one person's lacking, we're going to be strong in another area. And when that strong, that strong area is weak one game, then, the, then the, the, the position group or the player that was weak the game they were strong, they'll step up. So it's a team now. And that's what we've been waiting for the Redskins to build since I can always remember. I'm a 92 baby, so I haven't seen it through too much. And so it was always this player was shining, this player was shining. Now we got a lot of shining, so let's all shine. That's it. <laughs> Relax. Keyword. Love it. All right, Fred, what you got, man? Yeah, I would just piggyback off what he said, man. Just just relax, man. This team is only going to get better and better as they continue to play more together, especially that D-line. It's going to become more vicious as the year goes on. And Alex Smith is going to get better the more he get, gets comfortable in the offense. So everybody just got to relax, man, and let's just enjoy enjoy what we do this year. Can't hit on that at all. Yes, Dre, what you got, man? Yes, sir. Well, me, like I said, I'm just I'm really excited for the games, the stuff coming um week well, Monday night. Um and for me it's a holiday. I don't have to be to work on Monday and I also don't work Tuesday, so luckily I don't have to go into work the next day so I can, you know, enjoy the game and take it however I wanna take it. If we win I'm can, you know, spend Tuesday celebrating. If we lose, I can sulk and not say anything anyway, <laughs> you know. So, you know, but I'm just excited for the game, man. You know, bye week always get me, uh, you know, extra hype for the next game because it feels like forever since the Redskins have played. And, you know, we, like I said, I, I feel really good going into this game. It's a team we know that we match up well against, you know, more so than a lot of other teams. And we've shown that in the past. So I'm ready for us to, you know, show something on Monday night, show the NFL that we are, for, you know, we are serious. Like, we, you can take us serious at this point. Because if we beat the Saints, regardless of how early in the season it is, they have teams have to start respecting you. People have to start respecting you. I mean, that's not what it's about. It doesn't stop there. Nope. You have to keep going. You have to keep showing. So I'm ready to just have the Redskins show what they made up this week, man. And I want to thank my boy Fred for calling in, man, spending some time kicking it with us, man. You know, he said he was going to come through with us, man. He finally came through. And I want to thank Jay Steels as well, man. Jay Steels came through with the knowledge, and he always drops some good nuggets for us every time, man. I miss having Jay, you know, doing a podcast with Jay as I used to do in previous years. And, of course, you know, my co-host Chris and Damo, man, you know, y'all do y'all thing every week, man. Chris, you got any last words, man? One game at a time, sir. One game at a time. It's a week-to-week league. We all see it. Anybody can beat anybody if you come correct. So let's let's focus on New Orleans and get this win, and then let's uh, handle our business. That's just yes, sir. That's what we're going to do. That's what we need to do. All these haters, y'all keep talking. And if we win, I'm not going to say if we win, but if we win, Give us some, put some, put a little bit of respect on our name. I know we got a lot of haters, a lot of haters. <laughs> we, 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 we'll beat the Cowboys. I swear we could beat the Cowboys one million to two. And the next day on all these shows and podcasts, they gonna talk about <laughs> let 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 Drew let let us beat Drew Brees a million to ten. They gonna talk about how Drew Brees broke records and stuff. Like, come on now, did you yep. not just see Andrew Peterson run that guy over? He just ran <laughs> Patrick Peterson over twice in one play and shook his ankles, and nobody talked about that. So we got to start winning. So they tripping. Hey. 
We're going to make him respect this, man. It's like a, it's like a dude trying to sell me his mixtape in the mall years ago once told me. He said, it's either you're going to be on me now or you're going to be on me later. Hey, that's a real ain't got another choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? With that said, man, we out. We'll be back next week. Go Redskins. Get this W and peace. Thank you for having me, man. You know it. Hey, thanks for coming. All right. Relax, people. (laughs) With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.